The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, look at that. It's Friday. We all made it to the end of the week. Brandon Graziano in for Jaylen Nye. Good Thanks. afternoon, Andrew Thanks Gross. Thanks for doing that. Well, good afternoon, Brandon. And G on the other side of the window. We all got here a different way, but we all got here together. Friday. That was beautiful. Thank you. Wh- which part? That we all got here different ways, but we all got here. <laughs> well, thank you. That, that might be beautiful. my next tattoo idea. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> I thought you only did uh, song lyrics. I do only do song lyrics, but well, I'm pretty I'll, sure there was a song about that. And I'll I put it to music. Like, yeah, like, ah, that was the mamas and papas, you know? <laughs> Something like that. Who uh, knows? No one said I was original. All right, listen. <laughs> um, should probably do this right off the top. That is, of course, the uh, music that the, uh, announces the arrival of a new member of the Gross clan. I told you yesterday that my son Dave and his wife, my daughter-in-law Victoria, she had been taken to hospital in labor almost 24 hours ago. And then just uh, 20 minutes ago, she gave birth to my second grandson, Wyatt. Uh, ten fingers, ten toes, mom and baby doing fine. Don't have very to wait good. yet. It's one of those weird things. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. There's the first picture of my grandson right there. There we go. Uh, Andrew's holding up a picture of his grandson. Yep. Oh, let me see. Good. Turn it this way. He looks sort of... Oh, here. Let me unplug it. There you go. It looks Aww, a little tired. adorable. They both do. 24 hours. Well, didn't I say to you, I said, uh, and I feel terrible for and saying it. she looks it, beautiful. That thank I you. said that... What if it'll go into tomorrow? Well, and then you said, "Well, that'd be great because then I could go down for the weekend." Exactly. <laughs> sure enough, I actually uh, I just texted uh, Dave, my son, to say yes. your your kids got a future in radio because I had told him that it would really work out well for me if he could get this done by two. So he did it with a little time to spare. He actually, this grandchild arrived at about the same number of minutes before the afternoon news as I do. So there you go. Already a chip off the old block. Already like grandpa. (laughs) Just like that. Exactly. And you know what? Probably whining, uh, whining and crying as well. So a lot of similarities there. there. Is there a name by any chance? Uh, Wyatt. 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 Not drinking coffee yet, though. Uh, not yet, although he honestly looks like he could use one. He looks pretty tired. A little cranky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a weird, hey? Um, was a year and a half ago? I'm not sure. I don't want to get this wrong. Nobody's listening that would know the difference. But I think a year and a half ago, I had no grandchildren. Now I've got two and one on the way, a third one. That's good, though. How does it feel to be a grandfather? Um, you I know, guess a year and a half in. I'm still waiting to get in the game. To be honest with you, I mean, they're both down in Calgary. Right. So I see them when I'm down there, and I uh, constantly, we send stuff down, right? Gifts and, uh, you know, a little bit of cash here and there. for, But um, haven't yet experienced that uh, parents drop the grandchild off for the weekend and go have fun thing, but I really is that, want is to. That like, oh, you want to? I was oh, I say, definitely is, do. Is that one of the things that you kind of want to avoid, where it's like, no. oh, please don't leave me with the kids? No, in, <laughs> in fact, particularly not, uh, you know, a newborn's, uh, you know, pretty cool, of course. New to the planet, uh, blank slate, all that kind of stuff. But a one-year-old, one-and-a-half-year-old, two-year-old, those, and I know people talk about the terrible twos and all that kind of stuff. They're real. This is where Carol shines. Oh, really? Yeah. Whatever you need your baby to do, what do you need it to do? Walk, potty train, what do you need? My wife can do it. 
So Fantastic. we often, yeah, and she's great at it. And I, I'm good baby for the trainer. first. That sounds like a good business to run, right? She's there. like, oh, we should call it the baby whisperer, the baby whisperer. Because we, between the two of us, and this is always the strength I think of a good relationship. We both bring different strengths to the relationship, and we both brought different strengths to parenting as well. So I can put any baby to sleep in under five minutes. Any baby. Really? Been challenged many times. Can you do adults? I, I've not tried it on an adult because I think it's creepy for oh. me to swaddle them. No, yeah, no, okay, never mind. <laughs> right, I, plus I you need a really that. big blanket. Yeah, I, I retract that. Yeah, then. but uh, no, I have been uh, quite successful. And in fact, I've made those kind of claims before and then been challenged to prove it and have proven it many times. That is a talent, Andrew. Seriously. You know, and it's so easy to do. I don't really understand, but maybe it's, it takes uh, maybe confidence and patience Maybe a it's the bit. right, maybe it's the, the way you sway the baby or swaddle the baby, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and in this case, maybe it's the way, do, do, you, do you do a little tune when you, uh, when you try to put them to sleep? No. Soothing tones? I don't do any of that. I take a rather authoritarian uh, position. Here's Sleep what, now, baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's what I do, because it's not a secret, and I'm happy to you know, share Bop it with new parents and grandparents. No. First of all, you have to swaddle them. So everyone knows how to swaddle properly, right? Lay them down on yes. a blanket, and you tuck, you know, take one side over, tuck it in, the other side back, tuck it in, right? What you want to do is prevent their arms from moving. Um, now, of course, you don't want to constrict, you know, breathing or blood flow or anything like that, but you want it pretty tight, because oftentimes... The crankier they get, the more their hands move, and they start beating themselves in the face. And that, of course, it's hard to sleep when you're beating yourself in the face. So you take the arms out of the equation right away, right? Right. Then you hold them close so that their ear is next to your heart. So you want them close, secure, and, f and hearing a heartbeat. And then you take your thumbs and you lightly brush their eyelids. Just hey. lightly brush oh, their eyelids. That's the See, trick. I've heard like, the, the like your nape. Like the back of the neck there? Yeah, well, whoever told you that's a complete idiot. Okay. No, I have been positive. Like, I, I knew know. up to the heartbeat <laughs> part, but the, yeah. the eyelid is a Because is your a eyes trick. become heavy. And if you try mm -hmm. it on yourself, you'll see. Like, it's hard to... You, you keep rubbing your own eyelids when they're okay, closed. if I fall asleep... Well, <laughs> oh, how will we know, no, G? Not will I do. Well, if you hear my head hit <laughs> yeah, the board. Yeah, that's true. We hear a purring noise from the other studio. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's great, great news. Thanks to everybody yeah, who's congrats. texting right now. Yep. Um, that's exciting. So, it is. It is sort of exciting and probably expensive for the whole family. Um, <laughs> wanted to mention what a great job Nancy Carlson and Kent Morrison did this morning. We talked to Nancy yesterday. She was in studio. She was hosting with Kent the K-Days Parade. About talking about the K-Days Parade. And they, yeah, it was pretty good. And Mike as well. E yes, and Mike Sobel as well. Did you watch it? Yeah, I, I did watch it. Yeah, we, we had it on Streaming it off there. the uh, global uh, website. Or no, on the TV. We, we, were, we were watching it on the TV. There was a lot of different ways to watch it, but they did a fabulous job. And it's not, uh, you know, as I told Nancy off air yesterday, I, I don't want that gig. I might have told her that on air, too. Uh, trying to sort of describe everything and sort of keep with the pace and keep talking for two hours. It's a bit tough. tough. Yeah, tough. It, it, it is tough. And I've it, done it, it was a little bit bearing as well. Especially, but you know what? At the same time, like Kent and Nancy did a really good job. And they definitely have Mike who's like a seasoned vet when yes. it comes to parades. Love Mike's like interviews, that, honestly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, I think I saw the one guy, today The guy's shameless, really. He, I saw one today where he was interviewing uh, Spider-Man and Wonder Woman. Saw that as well. Amazing. Spider-Man sounded like Spider-Man, by the way. That was the beauty part, too. Yeah, yeah. which was... Like, yeah. like the, I guess, the 60s or even like the 90s. Cartoon. Yeah, that's right. Saw him uh, walking like a zombie. He uh, drove a, a mower. So, see, I'm not making this up. I watched the whole saw thing. Saw him... 
a judo chop or karate chop a board? Saw that as well. I think it was kung fu. <laughs> kung fu. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I had it on mute, just happened to yeah. look up, right? So I couldn't quite, all I saw was the board break and he, he kind of had a swagger afterwards. It was quite, <laughs> quite cute. Well, Sobel had a swagger before that too, but yeah, no, I can see where that would add to it uh, for sure. Uh, did you watch the football game last night? I watched uh, what I could. Oh? Oh, I just, I just wasn't home on time. Like, I had oh, a lot of appointments to do. And uh, and I got home, and I watched the fourth quarter. Oh, well, you, Which was a you watched apparent. the best I watched part. the best one. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and I saw the cat. Oh, I saw that amazing catch, and it was, uh, oh, just, it, it happened. It all, all without happened. a Darius Bowman, who is, of course, Mike Riley's favorite target. And it's kind of funny, because I was watching a, a lot of people, because a lot of my... Uh, my friends back in Toronto, they don't cheer for the Argonauts at all. Mm. I mean, for one thing, they barely even cheer for the CFL, but if they do sure. cheer in the CFL, they cheer for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And I saw all of the hate for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They want they want the president fired. They want the coach fired. Really? They want uh, the vice president fired. They want everybody fired. And then to top it off, I think I saw like a shared post from the actual Tiger Cats page itself. Yeah. He got people from like watching from New Orleans. This team sucks, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, same thing. Watching from Wisconsin. I can't stand the Tiger Cats. The CFL is a funny place, though, as uh, Brian Hall pointed out a couple of times yesterday. uh, Teams have often had slow starts in the CFL, and specifically this team, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and then gone, turned it around and gone to the Grey Cup, right? Although it is funny, speaking of looking. Backwards, the last time, so that makes the Hamilton Tiger Cats 0 and 4. The last time they started a season 0 and 4 was 2007. And who do you think their quarterback was? I'm going to go with uh, Mike Riley, Jason Moss. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. So put that in your trivia pot. Sort of just uh, Jason kind of, Moss. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And they had a pretty good season that year. So I was actually going to go with something else too. Yeah. If Mike Riley wasn't right, because Mike Riley seems a little bit too old. No, he's pretty much BC young. straight to Edmonton. I don't yeah. think he played for any other teams before. I that. would have said Damon Allen would have been my next guess. Well, because he probably still would have been playing. All of those would have been wrong, Brandon. So know. now listen. Look, I'm not good at CFL. Trivia, I understand. Okay? I understand, and that's Look, why I try to lift the weight. Trivia is where I is where I do All good right. at. Okay, well, the trying. random things that nobody really needs to know. <laughs> I'm good at. Or in other words, talk radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, not everybody was watching or listening to the game on uh, 6.30 Ched last night. Uh, it was media night at uh, Cirque du Soleil, and our very own Eileen Bell was in attendance. Let's uh, throw over to Eileen. Eileen, uh, oh. give us your review of Cirque. And what was it called? It was called Curios, right? Curios. There, Curios. Yeah, you know when it Curios, like a little thing you might find in an antique store, a little Oh, yeah, pack. okay, sure. So okay. It, um, it was billed as uh, Curios, a Cirque du Soleil production, and they say, welcome to our cabinet of curiosity. Hmm. And it's just a beautiful, spectacular. Visually, you could look in almost any direction on the stage. There would be something else going on from whatever the main thing was. It was um, full of uh, diversion. It was full of uh, antiquities. It was full of the most amazing acrobatics you, you, you could imagine. And I didn't realize what it was about, but happily for Wikipedia, I can tell you that it's supposed to be an inventor who invents a machine that defies the laws of time, space, and dimension to reinvent everything around him. So Hmm. in a way, that actually does describe exactly what it was, even though I didn't know that going in, that's what it was. Uh, The director, uh, Michel Laprise, uh, is here in town with it. Uh, He was on with uh, Bruce Bauer yesterday morning. 
his mind, I, I can't even imagine what would go on in there to, to come up with this stuff. The the costuming was uh, tremendous. It was unique. The uh, the acrobats um, used a, a new form of, um, uh, you, you know the net under the trapeze? Yeah. They used that as actually what they were bouncing off of. Like, they didn't have oh. the, the trapeze swings going. They were flying up almost to the roof, just bouncing off the net. And I, I don't want to ruin any surprises, but there was... They'd start kind of a, a different scene, and you would not know how it was going at all. It would be a completely different skill than you were expected uh, to be seen. It was the most entertaining, um, beautiful, luscious visuals uh, that you can imagine, and they, they just were spectacular with it. And they were they were in the middle of this one uh, very dramatic scene that was taking place around a dining room table. That's all I'm going to say about it. When suddenly. I said to my friend Barb, I said, is that the music or what's that noise? And it was the rain hitting that tent. Yeah, I heard that so the, the production hard. got delayed. And, and and it went on for a few minutes and you start to hear thunder and stuff. And you realize this is under a big top that is um, in the parking lot just north of the Coliseum. So it's um, it's not on the K-Days fairgrounds. It's north of the Coliseum. It's in the parking lot where the Gretzky statue used to be. And it's it's in these big, beautiful tents. And um, with the tents there, it was very um, uh, beautiful. When we went in, when it was daytime, we came out at nighttime. It was still very, uh, very dramatic. But think you're in a tent during this horatious uh, rain and lightning storm. And if you're an acrobat and you're in the top of the tent during a lightning storm, you might think, well, this doesn't seem the safest place I could be. So they halted the, the, um, the show until the bulk of the storm went by, although we heard a lot of thunder after it. Um, and the, uh, the show was just uh, picked up exactly where it was. They backed it up maybe two minutes to start that one scene over. And I'm so glad they didn't just stop it because that one scene was, hmm. was amazing. Uh, you know what? I'm, I know I'm talking vaguely, I'm but, vaguely. but if there is a show <laughs> that you're, you're wondering if you should go to, this is one that you should go to. So you've been to other Cirque shows? Uh, this is about, I think this is my fifth. So this stands out as the best? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Interesting. Absolutely. I'll say the last one I was at, eh, not so much, but oh, this, really? absolutely. All right, good stuff. Thanks for that, Eileen. Thank you Appreciate for letting it. me brag about it. Ah, my pleasure. Oh, and the media loved it because there was all this free wine happening. Well, yeah, media loves anything. Yeah, there, uh, I, okay, I love the free chocolate because I don't drink. <laughs> yeah. But, and that was, sorry, that was just an opening night thing. If, if you're going later, even if you are media, no more free wine. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good PSA to end the segment. Thanks very much, Adam. You're welcome. All right, welcome back to the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. Uh, it was pointed out to me before the show began today that on Sunday... This uh, coming Sunday. This coming Sunday, Shark Week starts on Discovery. Putting it on my calendar for Shark things Week. to avoid. Uh, you know what? It's a funny <gasps> thing, right? I know. Some people are no, so excited, okay. Shark Week. My son being one of them, Hunter, not the other guy. Um, me, I don't care. If he happens to be watching it, I'll watch it. But you... I just think it's... Uh, Firstly, let me get behind the mark because we're talking about marketing from yesterday. Mm. The marketing team behind Shark Week, great job. Absolutely. Because it's just this spectacle every week where we get to know everything about like the hammerhead shark, the cookie cutter shark, the whale shark, you know, the, the blue shark. Sounds like the great white been shark. watching Shark Week. No, see, this is what happened when I was a child. Mm. I picked up a book called Sharks and I read it and okay, it just stuck well, with me. Right? But they're I, magnificent creatures. They are. 
Honestly, like the whale, have you ever like seen a whale shark before? I'm going to say no. They're like Donald Trump, huge. They're huge. Okay? <laughs> They're not like it's, Donald it's... Trump. Do you mean to say, as Donald Trump would say, <laughs> no, They're no, huge. No. It's you. No, not, not, no. no you just insulted the president of the United States Boop. for no particular reason. Well, let's sounds not like start that day. on a Friday. It's I fun know. Friday. <laughs> it's fun Friday. Getting back to it then. Yes. Okay. I think we are fascinating creatures. Hmm. Do I need to spend a whole week dedicating well, you're myself not obligated to? to? No, exactly. Are you going to watch um, Jaws? No. no. Michael Phelps? Michael Phelps. Doing this is, what? Well, here we go. It's fascinating. So I've been watching be this promo for a few weeks now, and I will be the first to admit that I thought it was a gag. I, I thought, oh, the, what a, as you say, what a great marketing team. They find a way. Because I saw one with Seal, but I didn't see one with Michael no, Phelps. No, no. So, so tell me about the one with Michael Phelps. Phelps, Michael Phelps, is is challenging a shark in a race. So basically... By the way, yeah, just just for a heads up, for yeah. anybody who doesn't know, Michael Phelps is like an eight-time gold medal Olympi- Olympian. For, who doesn't uh, know that? He, at the last Olympics, now he yeah. he went sort of, he fell out of the sport and then came back again. And just dominated And again. just dominated again. Yeah, because he ended up getting, uh, I, th- I think it was because of a, a marijuana charge that, that, he, that, that, he, that he left. Is that he ended up getting. He ended up getting well, like just charged full of spreading of rumors today. Trump's huge and Phelps is doing dope. Oh, let me pull it up for you here. Let's just make anyway. Make sure we're so, factual. so Phelps is actually going to race a shark. Apparently, so I don't know what the format is. Uh, I've seen Phelps interviewed a, a gazillion times, and I'm actually cheering for the shark. But we'll. I'm sure there's no real danger involved here. But the way they're promoting it is, do you think I'm? Faster than a shark? We'll find out on Sunday night. So I think that kicks off. I could be wrong on that. I think that kicks off Shark Week. So I don't know if the shark knows he's supposed to stay in his own lane. Like, I don't know, you know. Because How do you keep a shark in a lane? I don't know, but I mean. They've even made him special fins. Possibly I mean, uh, like Michael or the fins? shark. Uh, Michael. Yeah. See, I shark don't. Shark doesn't need them. It's, it's sort of, and I was telling you uh, before we came back from the break, that jumping the shark is uh, an expression among television writers, yeah. right? Um, I and thought, it, it, and I told you, I thought it was a pool, uh, a pool expression. Oh, maybe it is as well. But jumping the shark basically means that you've gone to the ridiculous because you've run out of original ideas. I think it was first based on Happy Days when their ratings had plummeted, and they came up with this well-advertised episode in which Fonzie would jump a shark. And so, I know among those who write for television they often will say, well, it's time to jump the shark. In other words, we've run out of ideas. We have to do something to splash ourselves back and make ourselves relevant again. And now, I don't think that's true of Shark Week because I actually, I, I like I said, I do enjoy watching it. Hunter loves it. I know lots of people look forward to it. Um, but yeah, Michael Phelps, is he faster than a shark? Who, When's that happening? I think that's on July 23rd, so... That would be the... Boy, is that Wednesday? No, that's no. Sunday night. It's, oh, that is Sunday night. Yeah, it's, wow, uh, we're there already? Yeah, it's, it's the 21st today. That's, Holy, yeah, yeah, yeah I did not realize that. There you that. go. It's uh, billed by. as the battle for ocean supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a terrible time. So on Monday, we'll either have a very interesting story about how Michael did or a tribute to him. Either way, riveting radio. That's exactly right. All right, let's do this. And when we come back, I want to talk about a festival in Edmonton, No Not Mine, that's gotten itself into a little bit of hot water and see what our listeners think. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.